0: Northwest Ohio, are you tired of just surviving? Are you ready for some fresh ideas? You've come to the right place. The Thrive Tribe 419 Podcast features local experts in wellness and experiencing the best life has to offer in the Midwest. Let's thrive together. Hey Tribe, it's Rose and you're listening to episode 16 of the Thrive Tribe 419 Podcast. Finding your badass self. But before I get to our interview today, I wanted to remind you about our new website, ThriveTribe419.com. Get over there and buy a t shirt, it's really fun. And uh, you'll have to uh, put up with a little bit of our dust because the website is still under construction, but we're working on some really cool um, consulting and e-courses over there. There's a blog that's coming, all kinds of cool stuff. So check it out. Let us know what you think. Also, I wanted to remind you that if you are enjoying this podcast and you feel like this podcast would be valuable to somebody else... um, the easiest way to share it on social media is just to take a screenshot of what you're listening to and post it on instagram or facebook and um give people the link tt419.buzzsprout.com or let them know that we're on itunes or anywhere that we um all like to listen to podcasts uh we're out there everywhere and um if you're on iTunes, please leave a review. You can leave us um, a little bit of feedback. Let us know how you like the podcast and what you'd like to see in the future. And we will definitely take that into consideration. And we really, really appreciate your reviews because it lets people know that we're the real deal, that we are worth their time, and that um, it's valuable information. So Help us spread the word in those ways. If you are not on iTunes, you can also leave a review on our Facebook page, Thrive Tribe 419. Our guest today is Sherry Stanfa Stanley, who is a writer, humorist, and squeamish adventurer whose new memoir, Finding My Badass Self, A Year of Truths and Dares, was published by She Writes Press in August of this year, 2017. Sherry writes about her midlife escapades and other topics on Facebook, the 52 at 52 project. Her work has been published by The Rumpus, Midlife at the Oasis, and The Huffington Post. And in the anthology, Fifty Shades of Funny, she also received a Midwest Writers Workshop Fellowship. And recently, she has been featured on 13 ABC News and the Evening Show 2020. By day, Sherry has enjoyed a long career in journalism and public relations. Currently, she attempts to respectably represent her alma mater as a communication director at the University of Toledo, where she was named one of UT's Outstanding Women of 2017. An empty nester, after raising son number one and son number two, she now indulges in a menagerie of badly behaved pets. Oh, and before I forget, if you leave a review on iTunes for us, you will be entered into a drawing for an autographed copy of Sherry's new book, Finding My Badass Self. So really, if you can, try to find us on iTunes. If you do a little search for Thrive Tribe 419 and um, click on Reviews, you can leave a review there. And let us know what you think. And um, make sure that you send me a message either... um, through our Facebook page or on Instagram or somewhere, and just give me a heads up that you left a review, because that will automatically enter you into the drawing for the new book. And um, I don't really have a date planned for this yet, so let's say, um, let's go with um, Halloween. We'll draw the book on Halloween. How about that? Trick or treat. Enjoy the interview. Hey, Sherry. Thanks for being here.
1: Hi. Hi. Glad Hi. to be here.
0: We're going to jump right into it. Um, I have been reading your book, and the first thing that hit me was the concept of an unbucket list. So, what's an unbucket list, and um, how's it different from a bucket list, and what was on your unbucket list? <laughs>
1: Well, my concept of an unbucket list is um, a list of experiences that you really never wanted to do, uh, or else maybe it's something that you, you know, found intriguing, but you, you know, thought it would be too, too scary, or you know, for some reason you thought you would just could never do this. Um, you know, I'm talking mainly things that push your personal boundaries and make you uncomfortable. Um, I chose experiences that I thought would either frighten me or embarrass me or in some way would make me squirm. Um, Some examples I went on a raid with a SWAT team and a vice squad.
0: (laughs) That's amazing.
1: Yeah it was. (laughs) Um, I can't
0: wait to read that chapter. I haven't been there yet.
1: Well and it was totally unexpected. I just started out just going on a police ride along. So um, one of the things that I found out through all my experiences is that nothing ever turns out like you expect. For right. good or for bad, okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's always different. Um, I uh, crashed a wedding reception, and accidentally caught the bouquet,
0: and that's the one that was featured on Twenty Twenty, right? Right, yeah. But they they kind of like um, what what was the name of that episode? I can't remember. Well,
1: it was when they interviewed me, and you know we talked about my. You know the upcoming book, and we talked about all the experiences, and you know it was all about the episode that they were going to do. It was about like wedding crashers. Is, uh, they found my story online, that a blog post I had written about it. So I had this big viewing party with my friends, and we sit down to watch. And the episode that they're doing, the segment is called the Moochers. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just sitting there biting my fingernails, <laughs> thinking, "Oh, this is not going to be good." But they we need
0: a little PR, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> that one. But fortunately, I actually, um, even though I was kept crashing a wedding reception, I couldn't do it without bringing a gift. I would have been guilt-ridden. So I did bring a gift with a gift card, and um, you know, I mentioned this to the interviewers on 2020. So the uh, voiceover at the end said, so if you're going to crash, crash with class.
0: Like Sherry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, so I ended up actually being the good moral to the story.
0: Oh thank goodness that <laughs> that would have been so embarrassing to get through that and then just be labeled as a moocher <laughs> right after <not>. all that. <laughs> oh
1: gosh. And you know, um some other crazy things I went to um a nude beach and I took my 75-year-old mother along that one seems to be a perennial favorite with people. Um but then I did you know I did some other ones that uh you know, most of my my experiences included a lot of laughter but I did some that were really much more serious. Um, uh-huh. I took a homeless stranger to lunch and um, oh, volunteered in a nursing home. Uh-huh. So, you know, a really big variety of things, but they all had to be things that were outside my comfort zone. That was my rule.
0: So that's the key, outside the comfort zone.
1: Right. Hey, Tribe,
0: I just wanted to take a moment to tell you about our new sponsor, Naturally Simplified. And I thought this was a great time to talk about this sponsor because uh, a lot of us have cold and flu right now, including myself. Um, My daughter just started kindergarten and she has been bringing home all kinds of wonderful cooties to share. So um, this sponsor is a local Northwest Ohio business and it's owned and operated by Danielle Small. She's a certified aromatherapist. And she uses all-natural, organic, wild-crafted ingredients in her bath and body products. Now, I only promote products and services that I have personally tried and love. I am currently using the Simply Sugar Scrub and the Coco Shea Body Butter that smell good enough to eat. Every time I get in the shower, I just um, use a little bit of both of those. And Well, actually, I use the, the body butter after I get out. And it smells like chocolate. It's amazing. I believe it's important to shop local, especially woman owned businesses. So if you're going to try a new woman-owned business locally, I suggest you try Naturally Simplified. Um, <clears throat> right now, if you're looking for something to help with a cold or flu, I would suggest checking out their aromatherapy inhaler. They have a eucalyptus um, product that's called Breathe E. And um, I have personally used aromatherapy inhalers before, and they're wonderful for sort of clearing out the sinuses before you do like a nutty pot rinse. They work really great. So right now, she's doing a special promotion for our listeners. So what you need to do to get on a great deal and to support this podcast is you'll want to go to the website simplified.com. that's www.naturally-simplified.com to join the VIP circle and you'll receive an instant promo code in your mailbox your email box for 20% off your total purchase and then when you check out you use that promo code in the no, coupon code or promo code box and you also want to make sure that you enter in a message to the seller enter tt419 or mention that you heard this promo on our podcast and she will kick back 30 percent of the proceeds from your purchase to support this podcast so that's a really great deal for all of us and you can score some really awesome christmas gifts and some wonderful products for yourself at the same time and they're all toxic free so you really can't lose Again, go to naturally-simplified.com, sign up for the VIP Circle email newsletter, and you'll receive an instant promo code for 20% off your total purchase. When you're checking out, enter that promo code in the coupon code box, and then in a note to the seller, just note TT419, or that you would like some proceeds to go to this podcast, and she will kick back 30% of your purchase proceeds to this podcast now back to the show so this was a 52 at 52 so you turned 52 and you wanted to do 52 uncomfortable things to challenge yourself um so why not just sit back and relax and take it easy why would you choose to do hard things on purpose
1: (laughs) (laughs) well you know i i felt like i um you know was in a bit of a rut and I like to say it wasn't really a rut it was more like a ten-foot crater and I thought about you know the, just the idea of the the normal bucket list but I really needed to shake up my life and I just didn't think a normal bucket list would be challenging enough to really create any any big change in my life and so the idea of the bucket list um, I thought would would really push my comfort zone and um, I think you discover much more about yourself when your world is broader and your mind is open. And, you know, this um, was really able to do that for me in so many ways.
0: So was that your goal when you started making the bucket list, was to really um, broaden your view of the world?
1: Well, I learn about myself at the same mm-hmm. time. You know, I think it. I learned about myself, I learned about other people, and, and I learned, you know, some things... Um, you know from the experiences that I didn't know and and it was really rewarding and sometimes the most rewarding life experiences might be the ones we've been sidestepping all along
0: right you I think you're absolutely right about that you've probably hit something on the nose there for me too yeah (laughs) like doing this podcast it took a little bit of a life crisis to get me doing this but here I am
1: yeah and I think you know we all of us have very narrow comfort zones, mm-hmm. and the older you get, the tighter and tighter those comfort zones mm. get to be. so um, yeah, I think it's it's good for everybody to consider.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, as you went through your your unbucket list, um, well, first of all, I, I want to ask you, um, did you go through it? did you start at one and go down the list and do each thing? Um, or did you pick and choose until you had done everything
1: well the list was really pretty fluid um, because I started coming up with ideas and then I started blogging about um, early on I started blogging Mm -hmm. about them and you know snippets from the experiences and gained quite a few readers that way and people love to come up with ideas Oh, okay. Um, oh, yeah. So you
0: were getting suggestions on things to do?
1: Sure did, early <laughs> on. And in fact, most of the stories that involve embarrassment and humiliation, most of those were readers' ideas. <laughs> <laughs> because people really, really are, um, well, you know.
0: So did you tell sadistic. your... Sadistic. Yeah, I can see that <laughs> from some of the chapters in your book. Um and those may not have been the worst suggestions, I'm guessing.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I moved things <laughs> on and off the list a little bit. Sometimes, just logistically, they, they weren't going to work out, or I decided, well, you know what, this one just doesn't appeal to me anymore. I don't think this is going to, you know, work the way I want it to. Uh-huh. And then some things, you know, came along and just happened, yeah. um, and got moved onto the list almost by accident.
0: Okay. So, having readers, did you tell them what the next thing was that you were going to do to sort of hold yourself accountable and make yourself <laughs> like stick stick to the challenge?
1: Yeah, that's funny because the whole thing about blogging, um, not only was it to to get some early readership, but I knew that if I didn't start writing about it in public, that I wouldn't hold myself accountable. So yes, uh-huh. um, the blog was definitely a way of keeping myself accountable. And quite often I, um, you know, I would say 90% of the time I at least alluded to something ahead of time before I did it. Okay. Um, but I didn't do the list in order, um, you know, because things would just happen that, you know, I, I would have to move on to something different or the time of year, um, mm-hmm. you know, dictated it in some ways. But um, Right. Yeah. So
0: you really, I'm guessing, had to push yourself to get some of those things done because you could come up with excuses to not. To, oh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> there were
1: some excuses along the way. <laughs> yeah. Some of the things I planned, you know, very early on, like the 5K run, which, um, you know, I, I kid about that I, you know, the last time I ran was probably up to the bar for last call. <laughs> um, yeah, training for the 5K run, you know, somehow I just kept putting that off. Um, and yeah. that was one of the last things I ended up doing was that. and, um, But, you know, I... I I did go through with everything except one item, and I'll let, you know, let you read the book to see what that is, but um, something when I got there, I just realized there was just, there was no way I could do it. Okay. So. We'll
0: leave that a mystery.
1: Yeah. Well, I like to, you know, I I told myself afterward that, you know, maybe sometimes in life we we get credit just for showing up.
0: Uh, There's a lot of truth to that for sure. (laughs) You showed up to my podcast, so thanks for doing (laughs) that. So what was the biggest lesson that you learned through the 52 at 52 experience, or through the experience?
1: You know, I just learned so much, but um, I really think that probably the biggest thing I learned was that the anticipation of something we fear is almost always worse than the reality. I built myself up in some cases and, you know, just kept thinking about something and thinking about it. And then, you know, went through the actual experience and was like, wow, okay, Uh that's it. It's over. That wasn't so bad. Uh I think we all do that so much in our lives. Yeah. You know, it's the anticipation is almost always worse than the reality.
0: You're so right about that. I've noticed that in my life too. And (laughs) some of those things that you did in this book... Um, I've I've read a, I don't know five chapters maybe so far, but I've kind of glanced ahead at some of the other things that you've done and read some articles online. And I was just I I can't imagine myself even putting that on a list, even an unbucket list. I mean, <laughs> uh, you're you're I think you're braver than most people already. But to I I know how it is like the anticipation can be worse than the actual experience. So was there anything that you did along the way where you feel like um, it really changed your life? Like it, you learned something new besides just feel the fear and, and try it anyway? Does anything stick out in your mind? Like that was sort of a, an epiphany or a breakthrough moment?
1: Well, you know, the taking the a homeless person to lunch was really enlightening for me. Um, that was one of the experiences that um I thought about that a lot because I really consider myself a fairly compassionate person, yeah, and I'd like to think I have a lot of empathy, but I can't tell you how many times through the years I passed you know people holding signs by the you know the side of the road or or by a shopping center, and it was much easier just to not be invested emotionally or financially. And um, when I took, uh, you know, who I call Linda to lunch that day, her story, you know, I, I, a lot of people told me they thought I was scammed. You know, that could be. I don't think so. But it changed my whole outlook on, you know, um, the plight of, you know, homeless people. And um, I think, you know, it, it helped me look at things in a different way. I guess and these days, you know, I'd much rather take a chance and give somebody a few dollars. Um, really, what does it hurt me?
0: Uh-huh. That's interesting. I think sometimes sitting down w- with a real person face-to-face and talking really makes a difference. It, it brings out the humanity in each other, and that could be so powerful.
1: Yeah, and then and even in the, the ones, you know, so much of the book is humor— um and that's really definitely something I learned, um, is I learned to laugh at myself. Uh-huh. And that is a fabulous survival tactic.
0: And your writing style's very funny too. I mean, you're a little bit sarcastic and I like that. It's yeah. really funny. I'll be sitting there reading my book and giggling and my husband's like, What is it? What is it? <laughs> like, you gotta read it yourself.
1: <laughs> well, you know, even in humor, um you know, we do have a lot of aha moments. And So even in, in some of the experiences that um, were maybe just so funny, either at the time or months later, because some things were much funnier later, um, I still uh, you know, found some enlightening moments and, and learned things even throughout that.
0: So you don't regret doing any of this?
1: No, I don't regret any of them. I, wow. I really, really don't regret doing Even any Even the of them. nude
0: beach with your mom? I can't imagine doing that with
1: my mom. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> well, you know, she wouldn't sit yeah. near me. She okay. told me, I saw you naked as a baby, and I really don't care to anymore. So she wouldn't sit near me. Um, yeah, and in that experience, um, I just had to kind of pretend that I wasn't there. You know, I, I closed uh-huh. my eyes, and I told myself, well, you know, like a two-year-old, if I can't see anybody, then they can't see me. <laughs> um, it, it almost worked.
0: And was your mom participating in the nudeness? No, no, no. She
1: she made sure, I made it very clear in in the book that um, she was fully clothed.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't read that part yet. Yeah, she was, was just taking
1: lots of that. notes about the whole situation.
0: <laughs> okay, so she was like your, um she was your note taker. Mm-hmm. Okay, for the book and for the blog. And Okay, I got it. <laughs> Yeah, I was wondering um, why why you took your mom to that. Besides, I think that you said something about taking your mom because when you're little, like, you can cry and get her comfort. <laughs> but then uh, when you're older, you can take your mom, and if something goes wrong, you can blame right, her.
1: Right, right. We always need our mothers, <laughs> whether it's for support or for blame. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, yeah, she. well, I knew she would up the um, entertainment level a little bit if I took her along yeah. to the new beach, and she certainly did, as she does... Throughout the whole book. Um, I mean, she probably Uh was along. Most of the experience, actually, I told myself I had to do by myself. Uh um, Because it's a lot more, it's a lot easier to find courage with someone else along when you do things. Mm -hmm. So I I really did, um, you know, probably 75% of the experiences by myself. But um, there were a couple, uh, probably maybe eight or so that my mom is mentioned in. And she's the star of the book. I mean, anytime I do a book signing or event, everybody always wants to talk about my mom.
0: Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's great. It's great.
0: That's awesome. Oh, good. So, would you recommend others trying an unbucket list? I specifically want to ask this about um, women because I think um, we don't do enough for ourselves. You know, we just don't take enough time for ourselves. So so what's your advice on that? Do you recommend it? And why or why not? Oh
1: absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think and I think you're right. Women um tend to do so much for everybody else and not for ourselves. And um, you know, we get lost in the shuffle. I think by um by this unbucket list, you know, pushing your boundaries broadens your world, um and it can change your life. And Trying new things builds your character um, through both humility and empowerment. Mm -hmm. And women, you know, particularly need that empowerment more than ever.
0: Yeah, we're taught to kind of shrink and be small and quiet and um, don't raise any eyebrows. And, you know, I love the title of your book because, I mean, women don't embrace their badass selves very often. And... Um, it's just so, such a cool concept to me, you know, that this is, this is something that we really could all do and we don't have to do 52 at 52. I mean, I'm, oh, I'd get off easier cause I could do 38 at 38. <laughs> there
1: you go. <laughs> yeah. And I think just even if you, even if you don't make a full list, you know, even if, um, I had, um, a book review, um, a couple of weeks ago I saw where the woman had gotten done reading the book that night. And she got in bed and, you know, in her pajamas. It was late. And she just was starting to fall asleep. And she says her husband nudged her and said, oh, you know, the northern lights are supposed to be amazing tonight. You know, oh. do you want to go out? We could just take a drive. And you know, he was talking about driving up north about, you know, 45 minutes and going to see lights. And she said she'd laid there and she was just so comfortable and so tired. And she thought, oh, Sherry would do it. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and she got out of bed and they took the drive and she she wrote you know in her review that we didn't see the lights but she said we had you know an adventure and it was great and I thought to myself you know if if I could encourage people just to do that you know once in a while just say yes instead of saying no
0: how do you feel when people say things like this that you've inspired them to try something
1: well, I think it's great that people are you know willing to not just read about what I've done but to do it themselves or mm-hmm. or try some things themselves mm-hmm. yeah it's it's really encouraging to hear
0: yeah I I may try it we'll see it'll be a short list probably for now
1: well and if nothing else you know it leaves you with awesome memories and some amazing stories yeah and and that's part of life you know life is about experiences that's true
0: That's very true. I've even been trying to change my mindset about gift giving lately, um, even with my kids, about giving them less stuff and more experiences.
1: Yes. Trying to take
0: them to do things instead of just buying toys.
1: <laughs> I'm huge on that. That's always, yeah. always been our thing. Yeah. Well, I probably done, did too many toys through the years, too. But oh,
0: they have plenty of toys. Don't yeah. get me wrong.
1: But I used to take... Um, I have two two boys that are now grown in their 20s, and um, we always did... I, I tried to do a, a little inv- individual vacation with each of them. Oh, um, cool. We did, we did um, plays, sporting events... You know, I tried to find things, some things that were their interest and then some things that weren't so that I could, you know, oh, okay. um, have them, you know, be subjected to, to to new experiences that way. So I really encourage that. That's great. And it's so fun for you. And it is. Re- they'll remember it forever, you know.
0: And I will, too, because I always feel like when I'm doing something with my kids and it's their first time doing it, I'm seeing it through their eyes almost, like like it's new to me, too. And it's so cool to see them experiencing that for the first time. It's just, um, I love it. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's so fun. It's so fun. That's great. Yeah. So um, where can people learn more about you and buy your book?
1: Well, you can find um, Finding My Badass Self. At all online book publishers, and also um, most local bookstores. You just look for the cute little um, badass cowgirl on the cover. Um, my next local book signing is at Gathering Volumes Bookstore in Perrysburg um, on okay. November 25th.
0: November 25th. Okay, that's called what again? Gathering. Gathering
1: Volumes. Volumes. I, I've done quite a few um, local um, events in the in Northwest Ohio. Um, And I'm really starting to focus more on um, ones, you know, outside of of Ohio. Yeah. But uh, this is the next one I have. That's... um,
0: You said November 25th?
1: November 25th, the Saturday after Thanksgiving.
0: All right. I'll put that in the show notes so people can go and uh, meet you in person and get a book signed. Yeah. That would be cool.
1: For more information about uh, my book or events or other writing... Um, You can check out my website at SherryStanfordStanley.com, and you can follow me on Facebook. Um, I do a lot of um, snippets of fun things on Facebook and talk about upcoming events and um, share some fun photos here and there. Uh, That's uh, Sherry Stanford Stanley, the 5252 Project.
0: Okay, 5252 projects.
1: Which is what I called this as I uh, first started.
0: So was that originally going to be the name of your book?
1: Well, early on I wasn't sure what, you know, what I was going to call the book. Um, Mm -hmm. I wasn't even sure if this was going to come together into a book, Mm -hmm. but...
0: As my cat gives you kisses, sorry (laughs) about that. She's like
1: totally cuddling on you. (laughs) That's okay, we have a few of these. Um... Yeah, so the uh, the title um, really didn't come, the, the actual title, Finding My Badass Self, A Year of Truths and Dares, um, and I love the subtitle as much as I like the title, Yeah, um, because I really learned a lot of truths through the dares.
0: Okay. And, um, did you come up with the minute. title yourself, or was it suggested by somebody?
1: Honestly, I did hold a contest um, okay. with my online readers, and um, three of them, three different people came up with some aspect of this. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody came up with the badass self, and somebody truce some and dares, and so I, I don't remember how it all worked out, although I thank them in the book. Um, but it was one of many, one one of many different titles that my publisher and I looked at, and I think we chose the right one.
0: I love it. It really stands out. Um, like I was telling you earlier, when I saw your little segment on 13 ABC pop up on the, the Internet, um, The first thing I saw was the title, Mm -hmm. and then I saw a woman's face, and I thought, oh my gosh, a woman wrote this book? I I gotta meet her, (laughs) I gotta talk to her. This is so cool. So, I'm so excited that you decided to be here. And the question that I ask all of my guests is, how are you thriving in the 419? (laughs)
1: Well, I love Northwest Ohio. Uh, I've lived here my whole life, except for one year that I spent in Chicago. Um, I've lived in Toledo, Wauseon, and Waterville. Ah. Um, yeah, so I've seen a little bit of each. I'm in Waterville now, and my dog Ringo and I love to walk along the river at Farnsworth Park. Oh, yeah. Um, I love all the restaurants in, in the Toledo area, and um, I eat out way more than I should.
0: Oh, yeah. Any um, dining suggestions?
1: Oh, I, I, don't even, I couldn't even begin to, to list them because there's so many good restaurants. But um, my goal is to try to get to downtown Toledo more because I just don't get down there. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of new restaurants opening up down there. Um, I tend to eat out more in the, in the burbs. Um, you know, a lot of us do closer to home. So, uh-huh. yeah, that's one of my goals. And then these days I really find that um, my favorite places to hang out are bookstores and libraries. Oh, <laughs> of course yeah. yeah and we have some terrific ones so
0: are there any um bookstores or li- is there a library in waterville mm-hmm. yeah there, there is. is okay yeah. i haven't spent a lot of time in waterville but um my naturopathic doctor is there and then sometimes we go to oak openings or farnsworth sure um my girls like the playground there the little soft structured
1: at Farnsworth, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that's a nice one. Yeah, that's right by my house. Yeah, okay. And is there a bookstore in Waterville as well?
1: The Fallen Timbers um, uh, Barnes and Noble is it's it's a mommy address, but it's it's Waterville.
0: Okay, it's and right they have your book there. Then I'm they do. Yeah, yeah, all the
1: Barnes and Nobles carry it. Um, Gathering Volumes in Parisburg carries it. Um, it's been fun because um, you know I've found you know there's a bookstore in Australia that carries it and oh, wow. people have sent me pictures from like Denver and places where yeah. you know yeah so that's been uh, that's been pretty exciting.
0: That's pretty cool. So you've got a national and international audience. Yeah. And now you have the Thrive Tribe four one nine audience as well. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here. This is fun. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Thrive Tribe 419 podcast. If you'd like to join the conversation or see pictures and videos, check us out on Facebook and Instagram under Thrive Tribe 419. You can find show notes from today's episode or listen to more episodes at tt419.buzzsprout.com or on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean a lot to me if you left a review wherever you listen to the show. Leaving reviews helps others find us and lets them know that we're the real deal. And it lets me know that you've been enjoying the show and that I'm not just sitting here talking to myself. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Have a great day and keep thriving.